0: Welcome to the Rock Your Purpose podcast, home of the Rock Your Purpose revolution. This is the place to find inspiration and life-changing tools to awaken your authentic self and activate your purpose. Inspirational speaker and international teacher Emily Perry will take you behind the scenes in creating your own purpose revolution. So get ready to Rock Your Purpose lead your tribe, and manifest your vision for your life. Here's your host, Emily Perry. Hey there, welcome back to the Rock Your Purpose podcast. I'm your host, Emily Perry, and on today's show, we have Amy McDonald. She is a yoga student, a teacher, and a business coach, and so much more, and I'm so excited to share this episode with you. If you are a soul-inspired entrepreneur, if you have a service-based business, if you're a yoga teacher, if you're a coach, you know, you'll really find so much um, inspiration and actual content from this conversation. So I'm so excited to share it with you. A little bit more about Amy. She is a yoga student, teacher, and business coach. She supports talented yoga teachers to grow abundant yoga businesses. And she offers one on one coaching, online training programs, workshops, and retreats. Amy is the host of the podcast abundant yoga teachers which offers 45 minutes of yoga biz training every week you can find it on apple podcasts and it's really an amazing resource for anyone who's really in a soul-based business so go check it out of course all the links to how you can get connected with amy will be in the show notes Today's episode is brought to you by the Heart Medicine Masterclass, a six-week masterclass journey with me designed to help you heal your heart and reclaim your power. We begin May 11th, and it's a beautiful six-week journey full of breath work, inner work, and soul work. So you'll experience, you know, pranayama or breath work and meditation. You'll also, you know, receive some trainings on these inner practices that you can do, right? Transformational coaching and journaling, as well as, you know, these beautiful um, experiences that are designed to help you heal, clear old energy, and so much more. You can head to emilyperry.com slash heart medicine to learn more. Now is the time to stand in your sovereignty and uplevel your life, reclaim your power. As we move through what we're moving through right now as a collective, now is the time to really do this healing work so that you start to create a future that's based on what you want to create in the world, as opposed to, you know, the old, old energies, the old wounds, the old experiences, our old, you know, belief systems. And so I created this six week series to get you connected. Go to emilyperry.com heartmedicine and claim your spot today. And here's our interview. Let's dive in. Welcome to the Rock Your Purpose Podcast, Amy. It's such an honor to have you here.
1: Thank you for having me as a guest. I feel very special.
0: <laughs> well, I've been, you know, listening to your podcast and listening to your journey and how you support you know, yoga teachers and people who are in these conscious service-based businesses. And I was just wondering, like, how did you get to the place that you're like, what's your story? Like, how did you get to where you are now supporting people and helping them find their voice and uncover their purpose and their work? Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) Trial and
1: error. (laughs) I think, you know, I'm 42. So I, I was raised by baby boomer parents. Uh, who who instilled in me all the sorts of things that were important to them, work very hard, study very hard, get exceptional grades or nothing, uh, all of that sort of pressure, and um, was channeled to take all of the serious subjects at high school and university, um, Did the went to university with the sort of most uh, prestigious qualification I was eligible to apply for, uh, and then from there entered the workforce, and yet... In looking back on that, um, I, I, there was things along the way that were sort of signposts that uh, that sort of conventional lifestyle wasn't for me. And in fact, once I finished, I graduated with a degree in science. Mm-hmm. And even then, I guess I did about 10 years of, as my parents may have said, real work, but never actually working full time. I could never actually um, convince myself to go work a full five days a week, nine to five kind of job, because there was always something else calling to me. And I suppose I didn't realize it at the time, but compared to my peers, that made me somewhat of an anomaly. Mm -hmm. So I started doing a little bit of my own business on the side (laughs) and I pursued other qualifications. Um, I I did yoga a lot. I've always been a student of yoga since I was a kid. Um, And then I I did a, a, a tertiary qualification in writing and editing. I was an erotica writer for a time there on the side (laughs) Uh, as you do um, started teaching yoga in my lounge room um, and then I pursued a a coaching qualification and it kind of just got to the point I remember it really clearly I I was still working a corporate job which I hated Um, I was using up all of my holidays to take wildly expensive trips to sort of professional and personal development seminars to escape my reality so my goal of i'll keep my real job until i've paid off my house was just never going to materialize because i was you know self-sabotaging along the way because i was so unhappy and i remember being i took a i took a business class flight because if you're going to go to europe for six days you want to be well rested when you get there and that means flatbed so i took a I i took a Business class flight to Florence for six days. Now from Australia, getting to Italy takes two days, so I was in country for about four because wow. that's how many days of leave I had. And the yeah. whole thing cost me about ten grand. And I and I went to this conference and it was great. And then the day after, I met these women and we were in their villa just talking about the conference. And they said to me, you know, you're really good at this business coaching thing, and and you obviously really love yoga. Why don't you actually just do business coaching for yoga teachers, you've got the writing, you've got the coaching, you've been doing yoga forever, You're a why don't you just actually give yourself permission to do what you love? And the idea, it's so strange, but the idea was, um, I'd never considered it before then. I mean, I had all of these different threads, but never thought to weave them together. Sometimes I think it takes objectivity, an outsider, a trusted friend to say, hang on a second, These you have all of the pieces, you just haven't fit them together. Mm -hmm. So, that ridiculous trip to Italy, (laughs) um, (laughs) when these women was you know just looked at me like, What are you doing? Like, that's you shouldn't be doing any of those things, you should be doing this. Was when the penny dropped, but then, even it since it still took me another two years to have the courage to relinquish the at the time perceived safety of my real job and and again, give myself permission to completely, I guess, surrender to my purpose and just do what I love and trust that the, the, the money, the support, the the guidance on what to do next would, would happen as it needed to happen. It was a process. It was definitely a process.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it's funny how different the world is now. It's like the back then the perceived um, security of having a corporate job is so different than than now, <laughs> than where All we are the, right and,
1: now. Totally. And I, I remember at the time, you know, there was these sort of women that I looked up to that were kind of doing what I wanted to do. And they'd get up on stage at these events and they'd say, I used to think that my corporate job was safety and then I started my own business. And now I'm just, and I'd think, Oh, shut up. You don't know. Like I was so dismissive of them and I just thought mm-hmm. it was a nonsense. Mm-hmm. And now totally, I think exactly the same thing. I've completely yeah. drunk the Kool-Aid and I I feel And I was just doing some reporting now for my accountant and, um, you know, global pandemic, economic downturn, all of this fearful language that's rife. And yet I feel so empowered to, if I feel called to, I can still creatively come up with a, a way to not only make the money that I desire to, to keep me safe and well supported, but also feel like I'm in service. I genuinely feel so much safer now working for mm-hmm. myself and pursuing my passion. And I did in what my parents would have thought was a very secure and hard, hard fought for career path.
0: Yeah. And I feel like, you know, being a, I guess, all based entrepreneur, so to speak, you know, it's like you're, the ball's in your court. So yeah. like you have, it's so empowering in that way. It's like, you're not, you're not really subject to say like, I used to work with, you know, uh, a couple companies where they had some big switch on their online programming and then it was all of a sudden like there goes like that income stream you know and when you're when you're creating your own it's like yeah the ball is in your court and so but you can get so creative you can and like I said serve so it's sort of like how can I really speak to what's happening now for my clients and for people who actually need my help right now and create something for them that serves them but also keeps me supported as well.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And and I I thought again, because of what I was raised to believe, I thought that I was a very methodical, rigid, uh, you know, I sort of did project management and engineering sort of things, very delineated in my thinking, but it turns out I'm much more flexible and organic with how I desire to spend my time. And it feels good to me to answer my Instagram DMs at as soon as I wake up in the morning and then take a long lunch break and go for a walk. And actually, not only has this quitting the safe corporate job and pursuing my passions, not only has it fostered more abundance, a greater sense of purpose, but just day to day, it lets me really uh, honour what I need and, and give myself that, which is a, an unforeseen boon that I, I, I think people who haven't um, experienced that don't can't imagine until they're in it
0: yeah yeah because if you've never done that like it's sort of like you don't know how that rhythm can totally change the way you move through the world and and your mood and your energy levels and like what you have energy like for and um when you're not like i don't know i I think a lot of times the way things are structured you know in the conventional model (laughs) it's like there's so many energy leaks you know yes like we just throw energy out here we're throwing you know we're putting so much energy into like have a friend who works for like a tech company so i live here in california really close to silicon valley it's like a lot of people who work for the the google and apple and all those people Uh you know and um she was telling me how her her work life is pretty much a meeting you know it's one meeting after another meeting after another meeting and it's like Absolutely exhausting. And when this whole pandemic shifted and now she's, you know, working from home, she's like, I'm never going back. Like huh. <laughs> she's not because it's like she has her rhythm, the meetings have shifted. So there's not so many, you know, everything has changed so that she's actually stepping into that that energy of like, yeah, having running her own show in a lot of ways. Yeah. And so the power of that is really um beautiful. And so when you when you work with, I know you work with a lot of yoga teachers and um I mean, you're known as a yoga biz coach, <laughs> and um, so when you work with, I mean, what do a lot of the teachers who come to you, like especially right now, what is the biggest um, need you're seeing in terms of supporting them and like really stepping into their their purpose and their their voice with the way things have changed?
1: Um, oh gosh, I think generally something sort of pre, as I'm referring to it, special times, um, choosing to stay positive language here, uh, pre sort of now-ish, I think uh, um, for a lot of emerging yoga teachers and I also, you know, I work with massage therapists and counsellors and Pilates instructors, you know, health coaches, so people sort of in that realm, um, they just don't think that it's possible for them to make um, a, a prosperous Living, doing what they love, they genuinely, on a deep level, don't believe that it's possible for them. So, Mm -hmm. so working around that. Why not you? Why? What makes you so special that everybody else can do it and you can't? So, you -hmm. know, that sort of limiting belief around I don't have what it takes. What I'm seeing now, um, it's more specific. uh, With it seems to be a, a very clear divide between yoga teachers or small holistic business owners who are choosing to innovate and pivot and think I, i'm going to figure this out i'm in a positive mindset this is different didn't see it coming it's not going to be the same but or and i'm going to navigate my way through this still be in service still generate abundance and and learn along the way and then teachers who are really defaulting to that victim kind of mentality and i, I don't want to be dismissive here i'm not saying for a moment that real adversity isn't Happening for people for sure, that's that's real. Mm-hmm. But there is, there is, a, I am picking up on this sense that some people are choosing to default into um, this. Uh, what am I going to do? Uh, everything that I've worked for is gone. I'm never going to recover from this. I need to close down my business for the next three months. Um, and, um, yeah, that, that uh, even things like um, here in Australia, the government is providing some opportunity for financial aid for small businesses and there's you know the sort of emerging process as you can imagine a,
0: yeah. a national
1: bureaucracy on a, at the cusp of an, a pandemic it's a little bit ad hoc yeah. and so there's so much conversation in social media about how like under reporting income in order to get the benefit this sort of stuff like I just wow this is this is so interesting because I genuinely believe that abundance thinking is a choice Mm -hmm. and it's not like the world doesn't need healers and support workers and and positive programming right now Mm -hmm. while the money might not come in immediately yeah you can be doing all of this stuff and later on um you know that's when it will start to flow again so i think for right now what i'm seeing is the, the hurdle is uh yoga teachers and holistic practitioners deciding. Making the choice to stay in abundance consciousness and positive thinking and sort of can-do attitude and trusting, having faith, which can be shaken in times of adversity, that Mm -hmm. it's going to work out for the better versus falling into the sort of victim hole.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I think that's, you know, that's a challenge in general, you know, and then yeah. and then you you throw all this in into play and it's it's very much, you know, that kind of it just magnifies I think what a lot of people have already you know, it magnifies I think people's mindsets already, right? So if you if you or have already if you already struggled in that way or if you already had a hard time with that kind of mindset shift, now it's just going to get magnified by what's happening um you know, for sure. And, you know, a lot of my friends, we've been talking about how, like, I feel like we're made for these times as yogis. Like, yes. like we're like the work we do, the, the practices that we have, like bring it on, you know, it's very much like, totally. you know, totally. game on, like, let's create something. Let's, let's, let's get it. It's almost like now more than ever, people need meditation, breathwork and yoga and holistic support. Mm -hmm. right to get through the special times that we're in (laughs) um but and there is that yeah I think it just sort of magnifies like where we already were maybe beforehand and if you're not if you haven't done all that inner work and all that mindset work before now's the time you know to, to make those shifts and really start to look at those old patterns and that old belief system that you might be carrying around totally agree i also think on a very, on a really pragmatic level mm-hmm. if
1: if say for example you're a massage therapist or a yoga teacher and you now you were, you're teaching twice a week online um because the studio is closed or whatever now you've actually got time okay homeschooling kids and partner at home sharing computers all of that okay and there is opportunity now to do some of that before would have been felt boring or always put on the back burner, some of that foundational stuff, like I'm going to get my tax sorted out. I'm going to (laughs) finally overhaul my website. I'm going to clean up my Instagram and, and get it looking great and actually start meeting new people. Mm -hmm. It's a very great, it's a really good time. You know, it's like the, everybody's condoing the hell out of their houses. It's kind of like, let's do that in our business as well. Like it's time to throw stuff out and put all the good stuff back in nice boxes.
0: From oh, a business yeah. perspective. Oh, yeah. Like go through your Instagram and just start archiving images that don't that don't align with your with your. All brand. that ugly
1: shit that you thought was a good idea, get rid of it. <laughs> yep, yeah, yeah.
0: And also, like you know, I was thinking about this with um, a friend as well. You know, there's some programming like you might just need to archive in general. Like maybe it seemed to like you're still like I have this a couple friends who teach these yoga classes that they felt obligated to teach, even though it didn't light them up anymore. And you know? yes. it's yes. like, and now she, you know, I'm like, well, now you can sort of like archive it, you know, like you don't have to go back to it if you know. And so there's all these opportunities I think for, yeah, cleaning up those energy leaks, so to speak, that were like drains that actually didn't really boost your bottom line or get you like people into your ecosystem that actually wanted to do more things with you. They were just showing up at some gym class, like once a week or whatever. Yeah.
1: Or, um, I totally agree. And the stuff that did pay well was really regular. And you still, if you were honest with yourself, didn't Mm -hmm. like it. I was talking with a client last night and she was saying that she's realized she doesn't like teaching group classes online, but she loves teaching one-to-one prenatal yoga at a premium where she lives. She's in Europe and where she lives. You can't charge a high rate for in person, but she's got clients from Australia and New Zealand who are very happy to pay her amount in Euro and she's highly skilled and specialized and she's loving that. And in fact, now thinking, well, when the world reverts, I'm more interested in having a few of these women a week and fewer running all over the countryside teaching classes. And she never would have had that discovery had it not been for this opportunity. Mm-hmm. I totally agree with you. The the you know for everybody who's listening that really honoring those emerging realizations about what's true for you and what what you, where you're feeling called and letting yourself go in that direction rather than sticking with what you've always done because it's safe or familiar yeah. or, or or you feel obliged and those people really need me yeah those I mean, seniors really whole... need me
0: at the why you know we'll they can need somebody else and that's that whole drama triangle too it's like (laughs) (laughs) which i know we've talked about i think we're gonna do some episodes on this show about it like there's a the in the hendrix coaching model which i coach through, you know with it's very much like okay if i am a hero (laughs) they need me and i need to have my students as victims you know to to need me so to speak and um yeah, it frees us up energetically. And I do, that's true. Like sometimes, you know, a big part of our income stream cannot light us up anymore. Or I love that, like emerging awareness around how things have shifted and where we might want to put our energy um, moving forward. Mm, Mm -hmm. Yeah. I I had a woman message me overnight
1: um, from South Africa and she's putting on these food philosophy workshops. Wow. Who knew that was a thing? I want to go. I don't even know what that's about, but I'm intrigued. She grows her own food. I'm intrigued about that. You know, I'm loving seeing people letting themselves try things that they wouldn't have done otherwise. So fun. Mm
0: -hmm. Oh yeah. And it's a time to like really experiment and, um, and maybe move in that direction that you've always wanted to move in, but were afraid to, or like there was so much to quote unquote lose. And so now what do you have to lose? I mean, you're already like sheltering in place. (laughs) you know? It's like, (laughs) I mean, here we are. Um, And uh, you know, that experimentation piece is, is really interesting, but I know like for me, um, so I love teaching the the larger groups, but for me, one-on-ones, like a one-on-one private yoga class was never, like never let me up. And my, one of my good friends is a polar opposite of that. She only does one-on-ones, you know? So it's really interesting to see how people, um, when you start to really listen in and see what lights you up. And the thing is, oh, the point I wanted to make was that people feel the energy difference when you're doing those things, that totally light you up and you're on fire for, right? And, and that's going to magnetize people more and more to that work as opposed to just showing up for the thing that you feel obligated to do. Totally, Yeah.
1: And then I also think that the stuff that has to happen behind the scenes that people, you know, that thing about, I didn't sign up to be a yoga teacher to do my tax. I didn't sign up to post on Facebook every day. All of those things that people can sometimes <laughs> resent a little. hmm You don't mind so much when you're obsessed about what it is that you're offering. You don't mind another customer service email when someone's inquiring about something that you absolutely adore.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You'll take, you'll do the, the harder things because you're still so excited about whatever it is. Like it's just part of the, it's part of the process. Right.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 And sometimes too, I think it's, um, you know, I hear that too for a while, especially with social media. Things have changed a lot though since special times, you know. I think I have a lot of friends who are now like just rocking it on their Instagram that weren't before. <laughs> and so it's kind of fun for me to see. I'm like, see, you're doing it. You could totally do it. But they would always, they would always kind of complain about this or that or this or that, you know. And um, I think people are finally starting to see... That like social media and sending emails and all this stuff, it's like, it's not that you're bothering people. It's like you're creating community. Yes. And right now, this is the only way we can create community because we're not able to be physically together. And so yes. how if you really care about the community you're creating, like the work that you're doing and the community that you're creating around it, then you're going to be on fire for it, right? You're going to have no choice but to like keep showing up and keep showing up and keep showing up because you, you want to make something happen, right? totally agree and you know i I rave about this all the
1: time um that that social media is supposed to be social and in fact now that people like it's like the people are really open to being contacted to being invited to things to being asked to participate in something new It's it's a great time to be um it's a really powerful time to be Building and fostering community and, and, and asking people for things that you might not have before. Mm-hmm. Like a, a, lot, a bunch of my clients, I said, you know, you need to go get yourself interviewed on podcasts. You've got an interesting message. Lots of podcasters are looking for guests. And they're really? Me? Why not you? Now, people, the, 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 the walls are down a little bit, I think, across the planet. Now's a beautiful time to say, hey, hey, famous person, what about oh. me?
0: Oh yeah. I mean, there's been a couple of people I've just been in contact with um, for this podcast who like, there's no way before they're just so busy on tour, you know, like just touring. I'm one of them. Everybody who's listening, to totally about You totally were. Me. It
1: was Amy. Okay. I'm talking about Amy. Mary and Williamson and me. <laughs>
0: totally. <laughs> oh, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Right? Yeah. So it's yeah. it's really fun. I think um, it's it can be. I don't know. I think it's really just this approach. Like if we want to, if this is our dharma, if we're doing our soul work, if we're like in our zone of genius, you know, really lit up about what we're doing, then all these other pieces will be like, okay, like it's it's part of the fun of like making it happen, right?
1: Yes, and I think maybe on that, um, I do think there is something very important about if I think about those three women you know one was from hong kong one was from spain one was from italy sitting with me that day in florence
0: mm-hmm. and
1: they believed in me at that moment when i didn't i think for folks who are listening to this and maybe they already are in some kind of passion based business but they're feeling dejected or it's not for me or maybe they're still kind of maybe they're at home now and are starting to think well shit i i just don't want to go back to the way things were
0: mm-hmm.
1: one thing that that is very important along the journey is being around people who can see and share the vision that you have for yourself so that when you falter um you know that that they're they're there to encourage you on i remember when i quit my you know safe whatever corporate job Mm -hmm. and i was talking to my dad and i'd I'd already i was three months in and i'd I'd already replaced my six-figure salary with my new business and i was like i think i can do this and my dad said i'm so proud of you that's great and when are you going back to your real job You you know it's important that you you're careful with who you share these visions with if they're still you know if they're still sort of evolving so that you stay the course and you don't get um sidetracked or or dejected from people who love you Mm -hmm. like my dad was proud of me but he's because the way that the love came out for him he was being protective and that for me in the moment felt like Oh, you don't believe that I can do this. Maybe I can't. So surrounding yourself with like things, resources like this, podcasts like this to help you and help you stay committed. And and when your own faith wavers, having people around you that can uh, boost your confidence back.
0: Yeah, exactly. And it's like, yeah, finding a coach or a group or a mastermind or, or any of those places. And you have a Facebook group, I take it um, where people could, connect with you yeah so i'll make sure we link everything of course in the show notes but um like getting in those facebook groups and posting and you know communicating with people and getting support and being seen by people who get it i know i know when this whole thing happened like years ago and i was kind of you know more on the online space like so i started doing um email marketing in like 2008 right Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. for like yarn stores (laughs) my kids were little um and I was just kind of starting to teach yoga. And so I've been kind of in that email marketing and like social media world since the beginning. Yes. And a lot of people didn't get it until now, you know? So um, I think the old paradigm is kind of dying and maybe people are starting to understand like, oh, okay, you're on Zoom all the time. Oh, okay. You're coaching people. Oh, okay. Like um, what's this thing that you're doing? Like there's a little bit more of a an opening right now to like what this might all look like um, for sure. Actually,
1: I think you're right. I said, so, yeah, my, mm-hmm. I'm thinking about my book club. We had our book club last month on zoom mm-hmm. and I've been going, and I've been in that book club for years and I don't think it was until last month that they went, Oh, I think I understand now that you actually have a business and just cause you're at home all the time on the computer talking to people on zoom. Oh, now that that's what my day job looks like I get it that's mm-hmm. legitimate business <laughs> yeah
0: and I think as as it takes people to really have some sort of interface with it um like for yes. example like I'm an acupuncturist and so I remember going through acupuncture school and we had family who like were like why because I was going to go to med school and then I ended up going to <laughs> acupuncture school right and after I interviewed med schools I was like oh no these people are crazy man I don't know if I'm going go to med school <laughs> so I ended up going to acupuncture school and um you know, I remember family members being like, what is this whole thing? And then they got sick and then they tried all these meds that didn't work. And then they called me (laughs) and then they go to the Chinese pharmacy and they're like, who wrote this formula? This is amazing. And then they're like, oh, there's actually something to this. You know, like it takes them to have a direct experience with something sometimes to, to really get it. But that is the power of community and support and you know finding a coach or you know getting into a mastermind or a group program where you can mm. be seen and celebrated for like the the steps that you are taking and um, and reminded that it's possible for you that there's no one that's so special that
1: it's not I and mean, there's nothing special about me i just decided to do it after a lot of universe giving me <laughs> very yeah. heavy hints
0: mm-hmm you know a friend one of my so my coach actually had a lunch with gabby bernstein and a couple other hay house authors at a hay house event and she asked her what was what's the big like why you what was your big success like what's what's behind your success like what would you say if there's one thing you know yeah, yeah. and she said i just didn't give up i kept yeah. i kept making videos i kept writing i kept showing up consistently day after day after day after day and like a lot of the people that she started out with are kind of have faded off, you know? Yes.
1: Yes.
0: And so it's like that, I think in this world, like if you just are consistent, like it, it happens. <laughs> you know? And that, and that I agree. And that, and you know, like,
1: having sort of those those miracles for want of a better word i was i've just mm-hmm. started rereading for the gasquillionth time that <clears throat> shakti gawain's book when she talks about and she wrote that creative visualization book of, what is published in 1970 whatever
0: yeah, yeah, yeah and it was
1: just yeah. a little booklet that they sort of printed in their house and then oprah kind of got it and then shazam like it sold five million copies Mm-hmm. It was, that sort of you know crazy stuff can ha- why her well just it was just meant to she just kept going and believed that what her message was worth something and mm-hmm. there you have it I mean not yeah. that everybody's going to get interviewed by Oprah but but you just never know what what miraculous opportunity might appear
0: yeah and especially if you're creating what you are called to create like yes. day after day after day and it's like um 'Cause that that's the energy that's behind something. Like so if we're looking at just energetics of it, it's like, well, the energetics behind something that you're totally lit up about are gonna be totally different than if it's something that you think it's like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm just gonna put this together to maybe it will make some money or you know, we'll, yeah. whatever yeah. it is. So totally. yeah. So um in terms of as we kind of wrap it up here, in terms of when you work with, you know, yoga teachers and helping them step into um like their dharma so to speak right really standing in their their personal unique work what are some of the some of the things that you're seeing um like i guess some of the obstacles maybe to that path for people i know we've we kind of talked about i guess this idea like why me (laughs) like i don't think it's you know that idea of like not being good enough maybe or um, um With... Yeah,
1: yeah, which
0: which can manifest in a, some pretty there's some patterns, that I,
1: some common patterns. So one is, I don't look like a yoga teacher from Instagram. You know, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not a 22 year old former dancer. I don't look like that. Um, mm. I don't I don't know how to do the technology. Mm. That sort of belief, which is, just, it's just a recipe. You just have to follow the recipe. It's, there's nothing you know, technology is so click and drag and made for dum-dums these days that that's just following the recipe. Yeah. Oh, I don't look the part. I don't, I don't know what to say. I think mm-hmm. I, I'm interested to know if you see this too with people, there's something yeah. very about writing. It's um, like that show what was that show called like look good naked or whatever. It's kind of like, wow, well, everybody's going to see me completely exposed. The written word seems to be an area mm-hmm. where people carry a lot of sort of fear so that i don't don't, never know what to say i've got nothing to talk about Mm -hmm. um the uh, pricing who am i to charge that much my teacher amy's brackets editors brackets here Mm -hmm. has a crappy wealth consciousness and i couldn't charge more than they charge so people putting their own ceiling on things because of some perceived expectation from a mentor
0: Mm. Um,
1: but i guess they all boil down to that ultimately it comes back to that self-worth piece which yeah. is why yeah. and I'm sure you'd agree here which is why deciding to start your own business gets to be the best personal development program <laughs> there is
0: <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> no kidding because <laughs> you've got all this stuff comes up and it gets magnified because like when you're when you're like working a corporate job and you go and ask for a raise, it's sort of like, well, it's just kind of based on your performance and our budget for the department and da 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 and all the stuff. But like when you're asking for someone to pay you $5,500 for whatever, you know. um, it's, it gets tied into your own personal identity and your own vision of self and like what What? your voice is worth and like, you know, the transformation that you offer. And I think people start to, it's, it's just, it's a totally different mindset shift. I think when people move from that kind of employee model to the, the entrepreneurial, you know, step, it's like, it really exposes all those places where you've never really, you know, got cracks in the, in the foundation, so to speak. Um, yeah, yeah, but I, there's a lot of, I think, beauty to that process. You know, when you really get to do some of that inner work and really see that, okay, there is, you know, I have a unique voice, <laughs> and the work I have in, to do in the world is needed, and who am I to not do that work and like share it with the world and, um, and do my dharma, you know. <laughs>
1: Yeah, my coach used to always say the money is great but it's it's not about the money it's about who you become in the process and
0: mm-hmm.
1: I, I know that's absolutely true for me absolutely mm-hmm.
0: true and people feel that you know they feel that yeah. when they work with you it's like when you yeah you on the journey it's like you really uncover it yourself and um and then you get to see that in others in their journey mm-hmm. and uncovering you know mm-hmm. so it becomes a mirror well, it's been so wonderful having you here on this show. Thank you so much for being here. So what do you have like coming up for people? I know there's a lot of people are going to want to reach out and connect with you. Um, so what do you have coming up right now where people can kind of touch base and kind of get the support that they need on this journey? Um, well, don't send me an email because I hate email. I'm, I'm just,
1: that's what I, that's Amy's big discovery during COVID-19. Mm-hmm. There's going to be something done about the email is horrible. Uh, but I'd love to hear from anybody who's listened and just wants to say, hey, hit me up on Instagram, mm-hmm. um, at Amy Yoga Coach on Instagram. I can't get enough chatting on Instagram. Uh, but I think if people would like to do some work with me, um, something that I'm offering at the moment, it gets started soon, um, doing some uh, Facebook ads training through the lens of yoga teachers, holistic practitioners, it's called, I have these highly innovative titles for my programs. It's called Facebook ads, know how for yoga teachers. Um, But you know, I just think I, I was talking to a friend over the weekend. She's just done the final module online of her yoga teacher training. And someone came to teach them the business of yoga module. And that person said, Oh, don't do Facebook ads. It's a waste of money. And I just think anybody who's in any type of holistic practice that is not using social media to offer their services to people who are looking for them is missing out not only on abundance but also on helping the people that you're feeling called to help so if you'd like to check that out uh it's just at amymcdonald.com.au forward slash facebook ads it's a short course um and i promise it's fun and it's
0: a little bit nerdy. Uh, <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs>
1: yeah, check that out.
0: <laughs> so I'm sure it's filled with your sense of humor and like play and yeah. I'll yeah. try. No yeah. pressure. I'll try. <laughs> <laughs> and it's true. I mean, Facebook ads for me have like, I mean, and that's the thing is like, if we look at this as building community, it's like, yes. that's what you're doing is building community. And like, people can't find you if you're not like out there. <laughs> like, yes. like, They just can't find you. It's just so way. I mean, we're in a home like with our animals you know, away from people right now. So now more than yeah. ever. <laughs>
1: totally, totally, totally,
0: Well, thank you so much for being on the show. And of course we'll have everything linked in the show notes and um, it's been amazing chatting with you. And um, I can't wait to talk to you soon. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being here. Ciao for now. Thank you so much for joining us again here on the show. And of course you can always find all of the links to how you can connect with Amy in the show notes and in the, the notes for this episode. So you can head there, rockyourpurposepodcast.com. And of course, don't forget about the Heart Medicine Masterclass. We begin on May 11th, emilyperry.com slash heartmedicine. And you can check out all the details there, claim your spot, You know, join the live community circle that we'll have every week and so much more. So I can't wait to share that with you. And until next time, be well, and I'll talk to you soon.